0: Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hello there, Chris. It's great to speak to you. We're going to be covering a bit of Bachelor
1: (laughs) Et, Season 16, (laughs) Episode 7. And before we get started, I just need to know, Chris, are you here for the right reasons?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I like talking to you, in that Dave, about anything really. You know, we can talk. We can talk about anything if you want. But um, you know what? I'd like I like to think I, so. I'll, I'll get. We'll get onto that.
1: But uh, spoilers. I'm getting a bit fed up with all these fake fuckers calling each other out for being fake fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> it's that Spider-Man thing again, David. It? it is.
0: Two Spider-Man that... pointing at each other. You're fake fuck off. No, you
1: are. Yeah, oh. you're
0: absolutely right. That's exactly what it is. So, um, yeah. Oh,
1: it's just doing my head in.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think there was probably a couple of guys tonight who come have it on top dave but let, let's start with the big group date then, dave so what did you think of that or what did you pick up on the fucking nonsense that we were fed at the start
1: i think the main thing chris was none of these guys have any musical talent <laughs>
0: <laughs> and usually you've got somebody somewhere who's done something and there's always a group of 15 to 20 people somebody's done something dave but yeah, yeah. i was quite shocked by this it was uh they obviously all just spend too much time in the fucking gym and having too many protein shakes with them. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think it is a bit of that. You know, I I thought statistically, one of them's got to be able to sing or something. <laughs> but there was none, was there? I mean, started off with Zach. He just had that one drum thing going on, didn't he? Doom, doom was <laughs> fucking singing something. I couldn't quite work it out. Riley, I thought he'd be quite good. He did a bit of the old spoken word song, didn't he, Chris? You know, I, yeah. I always remember uh, William Shatner made that one uh, popular. I think that was the first time I heard that back in the day. It was uh, You know, <laughs> so, sounding like Bennett now. Um, <laughs> oh, Lord, let's talk about him in
0: a bit, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of
1: which, Bennett rapping. What
0: did you reckon to that, Chris? Dave, like his fucking personality, wouldn't as anything, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful, wasn't it?
1: And you know what I could I, I could um, think back to? What was it? I did not Listen to Your Heart. So Listen to Your Heart is the Bachelorette spin-off, isn't it? We did one um, Love is Blind. And you had that, uh, you had the interracial couple, didn't you? You had the white guy yeah. and the black lady. And he went round there and he
0: did some rapping for a month. Oh my God. Do you Dave, they've <laughs> just celebrated their second anniversary. I saw it the other day on oh, uh, wow. social media. Sam pointed out to I me, mean, the two couples, there was them two, uh, was it Lauren? I can't remember his name. He's, she was called Lauren. And, and the guy who rapped was fucking, he said he was a rapper, didn't he, Dave? And we're talking <laughs> David terrible. Brent levels of MC Hammer shit going like down. Bennett. It was fucking terrible. Um, and then the other couple, the one who's, who had the crazy eyes, who's, who dyed her hair blonde but wasn't threatened by the blonde girl who Amber. liked her, they're still together. Amber, yeah, she's still with. Um, oh, oh it, his name? I'm thinking Bennett. It wasn't Bennett. It begins it? with a C, doesn't it? Um, C? The guy, I thought his name began with a C. It was some weird name on it. Um, I thought
1: it was something like Bennett, but.
0: I can't believe really you remember. Uh, but they're still together, the two couples. How Again, are they still of- together? I don't know. She she was a absolute psycho. <laughs> a absolute psycho, Dave. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh Lauren and Cameron, it was. They're still Cameron, together, Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They that's were funny. married two years together and they were they were dead sweet together. Barnet and they're still Barnett. I told yeah, you it was like Bennett. It. <laughs> it, his name's actually Matt, is it? But they called him Barnett, he's second. Yeah, it. Amber, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. And how they're still together, I do not know. That is crazy. Where's Jessica?
1: Yeah. That's what we all I want to know, isn't it?
0: I know. I know. She was the one, Dave, wasn't she? She was just she was with someone I think. I think she's in a relationship now. Um,
1: Presumably not but not um uh, not Mark. <laughs> oh Lord do you <laughs> Mark, remember crazy Lord, eyes Lord Farquhar <laughs>
0: Yeah, him and the old crazy eyes. <laughs> but anyway,
1: uh, if you're listening and you haven't watched Love is Blind, I think, what was it, 10 episodes on Netflix? On Netflix, yeah. It, it yeah. was really good fun, so I can, can recommend that one. But, uh, I mean, it was quite funny, wasn't it? Just some of the yeah, characters and, and how they behave. But, um, yeah, so uh, after Bennett's little dad drap, uh, you got Ivan who, again, sort of forewent the actual musical part to it and just, you know, it it was basically a poem, wasn't it, that he read out. But then he he played a bit of a blinder, didn't he? He sort of got her up on stage, you know, or or the little area that's kind of classed as a stage, I guess, and and that seemed to really resonate with her. And he ended up getting a rose. No, so he ended up getting the one-on-one date.
0: Yeah, he did, and... Dave, it was a quite a powerful conversation between him and Tasha because, you know, he brings the situation, the backstory of his brother who'd been sent down. he got four years. Obviously, he's done something. Uh, he's got a young kid he couldn't see for two years other than on this side of the glass. And I'll, get, I'll, I'll be honest with you, Dave, It got a little bit of a lump going there. He, he genuinely, the tears were free-flowing. He, he couldn't hold it back. He was trying his hardest. I think... I actually think, Dave, that's the most genuine conversation I've seen in the whole of this Bachelorette. Yeah. I think that's one of the one of the genuine things. He absolutely laid it on the line, not like fucking the American Psycho Jason or whatever he was called. You know, with the with the things in his closet. This was a genuine conversation, and obviously they, they were touched on the Black Lives Matter issues. Um, all sorts of things came in that conversation, and I just thought it was really nice. but I like, and for me, Dave, he won. This episode, mm. fucking hands down, hands down, because because this was like the lull, and I'm sat there thinking, it's not going to get fucking any good, is it? It's not we're not going to have like a chase and an Ed situation like last week, Dave. And, <laughs> then, and I'm not saying it was as it was as drastic as that, but it came after. this. But yeah, I mean, what did you think of that with Ivan, Dave? Because I thought he come across really well. Yeah, and and like you say, it was
1: kind of a a real and authentic and powerful conversation wasn't it it's not like oh what's your favorite color or you know what was what was your last relationship what how did that fail and you know it's not all the kind of fluffy stuff it's kind of hard hitting stuff and and you know you could tell we were both quite emotional about it and you know ultimately it is an emotional topic isn't it so yeah I, i actually think ivan did quite well last week as well you know And kind of, I I think he's, he's foregone the actual, you know, he seemed to be the chess guy, didn't he? For, for the first couple of episodes, at least he he seemed to be a bit of a one note character. Whereas I think, you know, he's, I think he's doing all right. I'm seeing a bit of a connection there. And so, um, yeah, I I
0: think that's, I I think Ivan's one to watch. Yeah, I do. Dave, he come across really well in this and, it sort of went, that was the peak of the episode, I think, because then it just went like we were back at fucking school, Dave, and we all like a bit of an argument and a bit of a bitch about people and that. But I tell you who I, and I know he's been a favorite and I've even said like, he's, you know he's a contender, but I don't like him Dave now. And, I know Noah did himself not a lot of favors, and I think the way he he did the situation and talked to Tasha about the fact that the guys were saying he shouldn't be there on that day. But I think Bennett was a fucking bell end on this episode, and I, and I, the way he was speaking down to Noah, I just thought no no no. If that was me, would be I'd be proper kicking off. I just thought he was being a dick, and I, I and I'm not just saying him because good old Ed, Mister, I'll argue with my fucking own re- reflection. He pipes up, then easy as a pop. I think Easy was the only one where he said, you've never said this to me. And I don't Mm. think nobody did, but the way Bennett phrased it and captured it, for me, Dave, I was sat there blood boiling. And obviously, we get a preview of next week. It obviously carries on. But when he said, it's like talking to arguing with a 14-year-old kid, I'm like, that is so fucking disrespectful. I don't care who you are, how much you look like Clark Kent, as much as I love Superman. You are being (laughs) a dick there, Bennett. I don't think he can pull that back, Dave. Yeah, I
1: mean we've raced right through the episode again. So if you've got any questions, <laughs> anyone, just you know, just let Sorry. us know. Just send us an email. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, let, I, I want to come back to a few things there that, that we've kind of skipped over. But let's laser in on Bennett for a minute. Now, I thought he came off certainly in the first few episodes, like just. This clearly rich guy you know he's he's not he's not cut from the same cloth that you and I are cut from say is he you know so he's a bit he's rich well to do a bit quirky you know a bit bit odd, but you know there's something endearing about him when he's just being a bit odd there's a fine line between that and just being an absolute pompous prick, and I think the last couple of episodes he's just come off like a pompous prick and none more so than tonight and i think he confuses like maturity with having a larger vocabulary and and an education because he's going on about noah and how noah you know is immature and it's like speaking to a 14 year old he was behaving like a kid just with a bigger vocabulary and so, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I mean, can he pull it back? I don't know. He could do something next week that completely redeems himself. But no, I I thought you know, and and not even just from this episode, Chris. And I know he does have his supporters out there, but uh, no, I've I've gone right off him to be honest.
0: Yeah, and I, I, and Dave, that was cringeworthy, and another cringeworthy bit which I thought was. I think it was set up because he'd have fucked up at 2.30 in the morning. However, Ed is like the little guy who's staying over at his girlfriend's house, but he's not allowed to stay in the same bed as a Dave. And he thinks, you know what? Everyone's asleep. I'm going to go and get in bed with her. And he turns up and gets in bed with the dad, Dave. And that's exactly what he did. He went to the wrong fucking room completely on the wrong side of the complex. Do you buy it? Because he's got a camera with him. It was great TV and it was funny. And Chris Harrison and him shared some red wine because he looked wasted at one point. (laughs) But I wasn't completely buying that that wasn't a set up. And also, Tayshia was up as well, Dave. Who the fuck's up at half two like that? Unless they've only just uh, finished filming, I can buy it. But it just seemed too cute. But anyway, it was quite funny. And Ed again, Dave. He's getting nowhere with her at all. I just don't know why he's there. He's just—he's in the thick of the arguments. He doesn't offer anything. I don't know what his game plan was, as you would say, Dave. What was the game plan there that was not going to get him what he wanted? I don't think.
1: Well, I think he—well, we saw two of the same game plan, didn't we? We saw Ben try and uh, get some extra time, and Ed trying to get some extra time. But when he knocked on Chris Harrison's door rather than just saying oh sorry i was looking for tasha i'm now <laughs> going to go and try and find the right room he's <laughs> like oh come in, come in and have a drink with you a bit of a glass of wine and uh are you going to suggest that this is set up chris are you going to suggest that they don't just have all the right lighting levels and everything set up in the room perfectly for when he comes in and has that chat with chris harrison <laughs> Would I do
0: that, David? You're fucking damn right I would Just like when Claire got told that she was going to be the Bachelorette Dave in a room with a load of fucking cameramen and camera women, a fucking producer, a director there, saying, action, act Surprise!" because we've got so much to sell you. Yeah, okay, I'm really going not believe
1: that. You, you know what I did like? I mean, set up or not, what I did like in that conversation with Ed and Chris Harrison, though, it was a little bit like, you know, meet the parents with Ben Stiller and Robert De Niro. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just, he's just a little awkward and he doesn't really know what to talk about. <laughs> and then he's like, you know, how do you, how do you milk the cats? And he's like, well, you just have to get the little nipples and, <laughs> and milk them. <laughs> you know, it was like that. And Ed was like, oh, yeah, you, uh, you know, you don't, you don't just knock on the door. You, you just, barge right into the house kind of thing (laughs) it's like oh do i do that oh i should have barged right in here shouldn't i you know and it was just such an awkward conversation chris it did make me laugh and i'll tell you what i can't i can't figure out who who ed reminds me more of he's almost like a cross between lou ferrigno and john bernthal
0: yes yeah, that's a good point now, Dave. Yeah, that's a good one.
1: Yeah, and it makes it seem... Because when he's got his T-shirts on and that, you can see his shoulders are massive. He's got massive traps, massive muscles and stuff. And it just... I just think back to last week when he wimped out of the uh, the old wrestling there. I just
0: think, look at the fucking size of Yeah, he's a big lad. He is a bit. I think he would have took chasing down, Dave. I really do. I don't know what was... You know... Genetics mean a lot when you're doing something like that, Dave. You, you know, you can be trained in wrestling, but it just looks huge, intimidating, didn't it? But it's it may just be, not in his nature. One of the guys had called him out last week saying they were just gym muscles, didn't he? And that, so we'll see. But, but it's, it's like it's like my uncle
1: used to say, Chris, the bigger they are, the harder they hit you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all of this technique
1: bollocks. Yes, there's a bit of technique for it, but you know, the bigger you are, it's just. It's only going to go one way. But sorry, I, yeah. I cut across you there.
0: No, no, you're right. You're, you're totally right. And and I think as well, Dave, like, you know, I, I know I've gone in on Ed and, and Bennett there, and I'm sure there's probably people sticking up for them saying, look, Noah was the one. But I don't think Noah was being truthful there. He isn't getting away with it with me. I think he was being a little shit stirrer. And there was stuff that was said. It was said at the back end of the last episode but he wasn't as bad as what he was doing. And he'd also trod on a few of their toes. He'd come in and just thought, fuck it, I'm going for it. Is that the right thing to do? Probably, because that's what the name of the game is. Look after me, Dale. You've got to go for it. The moustache thing was totally fake. We all know that's why he ended up with a fucking porno moustache, and it was cut off in last week's episode. It adds something to it. But he's done something because every guy literally turned on him, didn't he? Ed and Bennett, I have no time for at all, but I think easy. I was quite shocked by that. And I think he was right to say to him, you've never said that to me. And a couple of the other guys were like, what the hell's going on? So we're not getting the full picture, Dave. They could be all in the right. And I am completely wrong. But what I saw was just complete disrespect. But Noah... He literally pulled that pin and Tayshia just went, didn't she, Dave? And she pulled them all in. And they were all sat there like they were at school. It reminded me of a school teacher coming in going, until one of you is her own up, you're not getting your ball back and you're staying yeah. in for detention today. And that's what it felt like. She proper, to be fair to her, she proper got a bit of a fire in her belly, Dave, and she'd give it all of him.
1: You know what? I'll, I'll come back to Noah in a sec. You know what I like about how Tasha did that, though? you know Claire had more of a dramatic kind of stamp your feet kind of thing you know approach to conflict didn't she you know if she didn't yeah. like something she's all about stamping her feet getting a finger right up in your face and and losing it basically Tasha was completely she was pissed off of course but she was completely in control there and she proper had the the teacher kind of you know, authority in a voice, didn't she? I, I I can imagine it was pretty tense in that room getting getting a bit of a dressing down like and not in a good way. So um yeah I I thought she handled herself brilliantly there. With the editing I think you made a, a brilliant point or or you allude to a brilliant point that I was gonna bring up. And, that, and that's what makes <laughs> it brilliant. So <laughs> no so do you reckon Noah's a mole?
0: It could be, Dave. It could be. Because we've seen it, haven't we, with Love Island and things like that. Like, there's there's one in the Love Island UK, not this I don't think it was the season you were in. I think it was season three with um Scott Thomas and Kate. I not it'd be season two, actually. And they were together, Dave, as a couple, as solid as you can get. I mean, like, you know, absolutely, you know, in love and all this, right? And this girl just comes straight in and absolutely just goes right. I'm going with him straight away. You know when I always say to you, I want to see it. Yeah, I want to yeah. see, it. and that's exactly what she did, Dave. And she came in and and, and it created drama. She I can't, I'm saying that now. I can't remember her name, but she literally. But be like what happened in the Australian one when Teddy, Teddy came in. Yep. Teddy came in straight away and took um, thingy on a on a date, didn't he? Uh, what was he called? Erin uh, Eden. Aaron, Eden. Sorry. He took an errand on a date and he, Eden's fucking arse went in it completely. You know, he's giving him all sorts of stick. That's That could be a producer-led situation, Dave. It could be. And maybe that's why the guys are calling him out. But look, he, he is in there. He's got a cheeky little smile. He just doesn't care by the looks of it.
1: Yeah, I, I think he's... I can't think who he reminds me of. Maybe a bit of Leonardo DiCaprio when he was younger kind of thing. He, he does have that cheeky little smile. I think I think Lauren had sent through a picture though. He's he's done that whole thing with his uh, tash. He's done that years ago. It was on his Instagram, I think it was. So it's a bit of a bit of a trick of his, I think. You know, ah, he right, goes through right. these cycles. But what I'd say is, I think it's impossible to tell because you've no idea what's been edited out. He could have spoke to half the guys and had these conversations, and they've, it's all just been edited out. Um, you know, and, and how does he know that they're all, you know, these conversations where they're apparently saying, "Oh, she just give him this rose to create a bit of drama. I can't recall actually hearing anyone say that.
0: No, me neither.
1: But, you know, he proper wound her up and set her off, didn't she? didn't he? Um, Which just made me think, well, when, you know, they're asking him, you know, who did you have that conversation with? He couldn't highlight anyone. So it just made me think, is he just there to stir up a bit of drama? Or is it just a bit of naivety or something like that? You know, he kind of, he's getting the feeling, you know, people are looking at him, probably giving him dirty looks across the pool or something. So he's Picking up on these negative vibes because, like, you know, what he did, people were pissed off about. But for him to kind of phrase it like that—that that people were questioning her integrity—that's a massive leap from just Noah, you're being a cock because you stole time from our date. So, yeah, yeah, who knows? I, I thought. <laughs> I thought they all come off like a shower of bastards, Chris. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's not me. None dude. of you them mean... came out well, did they, to be
0: fair? No, no, they didn't. I mean, we get to the rose ceremony, and obviously we've already had Ivan, Noah, and Zach have already got roses through the episode uh, because of various things they've done. So she ends up keeping uh, Ben, Easy, Riley, Brendan, uh, Bennett, why Blake, uh, DeMar, Spencer and Ed again, Dave? I don't know what's going on with Ed. I really don't. But last week's episode centred on Chasing and Ed. And I said to you, I'm glad that some of the guys who were in the background on the Claire's like, journey have come to the fore. But we did lose some like Blake, Riley. They were quite interesting characters when Claire was there. They'd been pushed to the back. Sam said to me, I said, I said to her, I said, Jason's not finished featured at all in this episode. And when they were sat down um, and they were doing this thing with Noah and she went, no, he's, he's, he's gone And he? he went last week. I said, no, I said he didn't go. I said, that was the whole point. Like Ed and and both stayed even after it all kicked off and they yeah. were both shit stirring it and all that. And she was like, no, and we were not arguing, but we were like, no. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he just said one line about Noah and that was it. And I was like, look, I told you he's still there, but they'd not featured him. At all, and you know, Dave, reality TV one hundred one. You get people who feature so much, and then all of a sudden they just fall off a fucking cliff, and you don't see them again. And I said to Sam, I went, "He's going tonight already." I said, "You can hundred percent see it because we've not seen any of the Ed and Chase and drama. He's just been sat in the background, and that for me, Dave, is where the clever editing and telling a story and narrative comes in because. Chaser was quite an interesting guy. I don't think he was right for Tasha. However, he's certainly, in my opinion, I thought he was better than Ed, even if he did keep saying "smoke show." And I listened to one of my podcasts today, Dave, the fighter and the kid, which is um called "Below the Belt" a UFC Analysis one, and the guy said "smoke show" about a girl, and I was thinking, <laughs> "Oh no, <laughs> I'd not, I'd not listened to the podcast for a couple of weeks." But yeah, a guy called Brendan Sharp was always like, "This is the." The sort of dude bro chat, I think, Dave, that they do. But yeah, I mean, what did you think of that, Dave? Because I thought that was so, so obvious he was going to go. Yeah, I mean, he
1: wasn't featured. Um, but mind you, I guess we're getting to smaller numbers now, aren't, aren't we? So, you yeah, know, in the episodes leading up to this, you know, people haven't been featured, but have still got a rose. I think he was there right at the start. So he was with Noah on the you know they were lounging in the sun or or a bit in the shade it, it was and talking to him and he seemed at that time he seemed like noah's best mate you know he's just saying you you do you kind of thing but then yeah. when it comes to uh you know a bit later when he doesn't get a rose he, he's sort of singing a different tune then about noah isn't he so yeah i think it just i mean he wasn't on the group dates he just yeah I think I'm surprised he even lasted it this extra week. To be honest, Chris, I mean, I'm definitely surprised Ed got a rose tonight. You know, and, uh, fucking send Joe home. What's that all about?
0: Joe's been a star man. He's been a good guy, Dave. Hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't get that at all. I don't. I don't get what we, we're obviously missing something because I don't understand. Uh, how this works with with the voting off and everything. Is it all behind the scenes? Just vote these ones off, keep these in. I don't know. It's very bizarre. It really is bizarre. But again, Dave, you look at all them guys. The only guy for me who stayed is Ivan, who I genuinely think has got a genuine interest. And there's, there's, there's a common ground there because what I fucking hate, Dave, and I'll be honest with you, watching The Bachelor and The Bachelorette again and dipping my toe back into watching this reality show. He's all these knobheads who just go, I'm here for you. That's all I'm about. I just want you to be happy. I'm here for you. And you you call this out the other week, and you were so right. You said exactly the same thing. I'm getting sick of that false bollocks. They're not there for her. They don't fucking know her. They just want to stay in the house. They you know her. That was a bit of a play. But yeah. they don't know her, not know her. my accent. But... They don't give a shit about, her. and that's so, for me, when I see that, I am like so switched off thinking, you are being so fucking fake. You just wouldn't say that at all, would you? Why would you want someone you're chasing or someone you've got an affection for to be happy with someone else when you're in a game show trying to win her affections? If you're not trying to win her affections, you're trying to win more airtime. I just, I, I think that side of it is so bullshit. It's unbelievable. Yeah.
1: And, and this is what I was getting to at the, right at the top of the podcast, that it's starting to really grate on me now, Chris, that they're calling out each other's integrity and how yeah. authentic they are. Are they there for the right reasons? Are they keep constantly playing about with their fucking boom arm? <laughs> I can fucking hear you like, dink,
0: dink. What are you doing? <laughs> my phone going off. I'm trying to Sorry. fucking mute it so you can't hear you, it, but he's making me, it worse. you me off now. <laughs> so they keep going on
1: about all this stuff, and it's like, guys, you're all on this game show. You've had, with The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, <laughs> Bachelor fucking Winter Games, all the people come out, and then they have this massive social media following or TV career just own it you're all there for that reason the success yes. rate of this show is abysmal isn't it you get the odd one the odd couple that stay together and that's it just fucking own it you know? <laughs> and it's starting to annoy me that this seems to be one of the go-tos that they're like oh yeah this person's not here for the right reasons they're all just fucking there for, for the same kind of thing. And if they get a bit of romance, th- fair enough. I'll tell you what else, Chris. You know, this reminds me of the school disco, this type of show. <laughs> right? <laughs> if, say, Tasha or say you had a bloke, goes around the same school disco <laughs> snogging different people... There'd be fucking drama. There'd be punches thrown and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, 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 it'd all go off, wouldn't it? You know, and I guess we come from the north. So, you know, it's probably a different different kettle of fish, maybe other places. It's okay. I just can't wrap my head around snogging all
0: these different people. Oh, you know what? I, Dave, no, Dave. I, I, I genuinely am with you on this. I am with you 100%. I'm so glad you brought this up, and I don't mean to cut across you. I'm sat there watching it with Sam right, and I said to her, and I understand that Tayshia trying, even with Claire, she didn't the say, they're trying to replicate going on in real life, dating somebody, find the real person. Takes It's very rare you find them on the first date, Dave, in real life, don't you? I know yeah. it, it can happen. And you know, I'm not trying to start banging up me and Sam, but pretty much... I had only been out of a couple of girls, and then I met Sam, and that and I'd known her all my life. But you know, we were together, and that was it. And and for me, it probably was similar to that. Within a couple of people going out, Sam was the one I got married to, and everything. But however, they're trying to replicate on a show when you are so right. I'm watching her talking to every single guy, and every single guy they're just going for it, full on snogs. But scene after scene, and I'm thinking, how? How does that correlate to being a real thing other than acting for me? I just, do you know what I mean, Dave? I just, I just think it's all the guys say to us like, like Riley was proper cheesy. He started giving her this monologue, and then he went, and the, and the last thing to, and he he stumbled, and he went, and he's going to say is a kiss in the or we're going to go for it, and he did, <laughs> and I'm like, that's so obvious. Then I think she did it with nowhere. Uh, I mean, she did it with everyone. I even they all got a kiss out of it, and I'm and, and I've seen it on Brent, the Bachelor's so Brendan, Brent. Brendan, yeah, I'm, I'm not just calling her out or the show because I've seen it on The Bachelor as well. I find it so difficult that, especially when you're the last two, and they're snogging each other's faces off and everything. And then, the, I mean, I think it was like that, Dave, wasn't it? Um, not Lovey's, it was Lovey's, uh not Lovey's Blind, um, Lovey's Blind. Too Hot to Handle? Two Hot to Handle was the same. No, no, I think it was Lovey's Blind. Who? Where was it where there was the girl? And she had the two guys right at the end. And, uh, oh, it was fucking not temptation island. One. No, the bloody um when she had to get pregnant and stuff. Um oh fucking uh Labour of Love. Labour of love. That was nonsense. The way she was so affectionate to the two guys, and then it was like, sorry, I don't like you. And he's like, But well, hang on, you've been snogging with them, sharing a bed with them, <laughs> and it's like, see, I don't like you. I I love watching this, but I find it difficult to get into anything other than what I saw with Ivan tonight, It was genuine. All the others are just like I don't know whether I'm even seeing a real reality show or it is just completely like a mockumentary nearly. You know,
1: at one point, Chris, I'm thinking, you know, Chris Harrison's going to be the only one left out here. (laughs) (laughs) And I think think what makes it more jarring in this episode for me is it was all clearly on the same evening. I think it's not entirely normal again if you're doing it, you know, on different dates in different days. But you can kind of wrap your head around that. But the fact that, you know, they're all, she was wearing the same dress for
0: the, all the time. Do you reckon she brushed her teeth? I don't know. I kept thinking <laughs> COVID. I'll be honest with you. I kept thinking COVID, thinking, well, if one of them's got it, they've all they've fucking all got, got it now. It now. Yeah. yeah. I just, I find it, I don't know, Dave. I, I, I love watching it and all the shit that comes with this show. But I just find that side of it fake because you would not do that nobody I would you know if I was single and you you wouldn't go in a, an environment like that and just any girl you like you, it's like going speed dating and every girl you talk to speed dating at a table you just start snogging them you just <laughs> wouldn't do that would you if no. you wouldn't no. that's the closest thing I can think of because this is obviously a tv show and that's not being a killjoy or anything but I just find that ridiculous and how I can believe that in one scene one guy is giving his undying love and saying well, there's something between us and the next minute she's snogging someone else and everyone accepts it I know that's probably going from someone who's in a relationship it's probably hard for me to get my head round, but I just find that really fucking unusual I really do yeah now it is and, uh, honestly I think the speed dating thing's
1: quite apt actually because like I say it was all in the same evening and it's not like they, they start the evening at 5 o'clock and finish at midnight or something is it this no. cocktail party bit of it, it's only... Well, it got cut short, didn't it? So half the guys didn't even have a chance to speak to her. So, you know, it could have only been, what, an hour?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think so. I know they've got to film it in that day, but they've got to do something. We can't just have a Dale and Claire situation, can we? You know, I get that, yeah. But I'm so pleased you brought that up because I Sam was saying to me, yeah, but she's trying to find the right person you know straight away when you kiss somebody if there's a connection and everything and i said yeah i get that i said but it just doesn't ring true that that there's any sort of loyalty between anybody on this show yeah if that makes sense yeah yeah so anyway they might be us just being killjoys ruining the show all yeah. fuddy duddies a
1: <laughs> bit like uh a <laughs> bit like bennett there. You know, trying to, <laughs> you whippersnappers. Ben, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what, what, what do you reckon? I mean, we spoke about Ed finding himself to the wrong room and uh, to Chris Harrison. But, I mean,
0: for Ben, that seemed to work out all right, didn't it? Mm, he did well there. He even got a load of stuff brought to the room, didn't he, Dave? So they had a nice little date, the pair of them. Yeah, and again, it's good that they have the chefs just on hand there um half two in
1: the morning yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) random dave (laughs) so again i can't quite tell where this is going I, i do find it weird because that whole group date so ben went in with the attitude he was going to apologize for not muscling in and grabbing her time you know when noah steamed on the date and he ended up with the rose and then he said you know i was hoping to spend time with you and she said well no evening's over Again, I'm I'm looking at that situation, Chris, and I'm thinking, well, in real life, is that not the kind of polite behavior that you're after? Real life? Yeah. People want to talk like they want a bit of a gentleman. Well, for me, he was just behaving like a gentleman, but he was almost apologizing for being a gentleman, <laughs> you know, playing by the rules and not just going in and fighting for her. So, again, I just... I can't help but interpret that. I can get the line that, like, oh, I want to see you fight for me, but it just makes it feel like, no, I need you to be playing the game. I need you to be ramping up the drama. I need you to make sure that this season is, you know, memorable and not just for Claire and Dale.
0: Yeah, you know what, Dave? That's a great uh, analysis of it, to be honest, because... Most people want a quiet life. I fucking do, Dave. As I've got older, you know, <laughs> I grew up in a house with nine fucking brothers and sisters, so I certainly I love my peace and quiet now. You'd think I'd love the mayhem of it all, and I fucking don't. So, so I think I just think as you get older, you just want nice drama-free life, Dave, don't you? I think mean, most people <laughs> do. Why? 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 Why would you want to inflict all that nonsense on yourself? Just well, we no. <laughs> we like
1: we like to fill up our drama on reality TV, don't we? Yeah, We're no, we not do. Actually yeah, In yeah. real life,
0: yeah. Well, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> but no,
1: I, I don't even mean just just getting older and wanting a quiet life. I just mean that you know the line you often hear on these types of shows is you know you want someone uh, kind of you know strong and and you know can look after you and stuff, but but also be a gentleman as well. You know, not a complete tool. So I just found it odd that I thought he was just acting like a gentleman, whereas she wanted him to to like fight for him, ramp up the drama, and so again, you know i'm I'm just not sure how I interpret it. I guess that's what i'm saying to to yeah. me that's that's one score in the you, you are just actually playing the game. you're just so good at it i I think I might be mistaking that for being an authentic person. But no, you're just pretty good at playing the game.
0: You could be right, Dave. And hey, look, it's been great today to talk about this. I mean, going into next week, Dave, we see Bennett and Noah have a bit of a head-to-head. Tayshia obviously puts them in a room, says you've got to sort your shit out by the looks of it. I think she may vote both of them off next week, Dave. Yeah. Because I honestly do. I think there's better people still in the house. And I think this could be the final... Uh, flourish for these two. We saw it with Ed and Chase and she picked them both. I don't think these two are going to be as lucky because Bennett's comments are coming across as really derogatory, as we've said. And Noah just looks like a fucking wind-up merchant, doesn't he? And (laughs) and that golfing age, he's 24, he's 36. There's a big golf. I think Bennett is so uptight about everything that he can't see past. He just does not like Noah, and that's it end of whether it's a jealousy thing because noah has got a lot of attention i don't know but we'll see and end of the day dave that's this is what we're here for the fucking fake drama (laughs) yeah i do think she'll send both of them
1: home i think uh, i do you know as i said before i don't like how bennett's carried himself the last couple of episodes he's come off very pompous and he's sort of looking down his nose at noah you know he just thinks he's better and and I think you know, speaking in that very derogatory way, he he just needs to have a, a step back. And and like you, what you were saying, Chris, about you know, oh, I'm just here for you. The way Bennett's talking is like you know, Tasha deserves someone better, and you are not right for her, and this, that, and the other. It's like, what? Oh, you a fucking dad or something? Why are you talking about all the things that you know that Tasha wants? It's just exactly. I, I'm done with Bennett, to be quite honest with you.
0: Yeah, I think I think she could turn on him, Dave. Because I think that's if Tasha hears him saying that and he's putting words in her mouth, and 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 that's exactly why she went after the guys. She will fuck him off, Dave, straight away. Nobody wants to hear that, man or woman. You don't want to be dictated to when you're not even in a relationship. Yeah, you don't want to be dictated to when you're in relationships, so let alone by somebody who's trying to find your affection. That's a red flag for anybody. So yeah, end of the day. I think he's gone next week, so we'll have to see. And
1: did you not find the the whole conversation? He's obviously broke off some kind of engagement or something. And I I don't know. You you know what he reminds me of, Chris? Fucking Dan Aykroyd in bloody trading places.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We reviewed that last year, last Christmas, didn't we? Last
1: Christmas. Obviously, before he was down and out. But just that pompous attitude, and uh, it's just come to me that that's what he's reminded me of. Um, But when he was talking about breaking off the engagement, I found his—he sort of said a lot without saying anything. It was clear that he's broken off the engagement, and he basically said, "You know, I just knew it wasn't right." Well, that—that doesn't tell you anything. No.
0: No, it tells you absolutely
1: nothing. You know, our personalities weren't uh, right or something like that, you know, or we weren't compatible. Our lifestyles were just completely different. Those would be actual reasons. I just knew it wasn't right. It's so fucking vague. It can mean basically anything. Yeah. And I just found it quite weak and watery as well. I mean, that could basically mean. Look, I was too young, uh, and quite honestly, I fancied playing the field a bit more. So it didn't feel right, so I just figured I'd break it off. It, It could mean that. It could mean, you know, like I say, could mean anything. I just found it weak and not a real answer.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's a good point. I think that's a good point. So, Dave, another cracking episode today. And as always, guys, get over to our Facebook page and... Get involved in the conversation. Uh, as always, big thanks to Charlene for running it over there. Me and Dave are on there regularly. We post our episodes, we have a chat, we have a talk about different things that are going on within the show. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, at CD Reality Cast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to email us, it's the the, 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 Dave, the spruce Yeah. If you do want to email us, if we can get it out, um cdrealitycast And if we do get enough emails and Facebook comments, we will be doing our bonus episode this weekend, guys. So it's in your best interest if you like listening to me and Dave just talk a load of nonsense about this show. And we love it as well. So get it in, guys, and we'll definitely be recording a bonus episode.
1: Awesome. And, Chris, just the last thing to say as well, one of our good friends, good listeners, Lauren, has unfortunately fell over, and it looks like she's fractured her knee. So get well soon, Lauren. Hopefully uh, it's not too bad, and you'll be able to watch uh, a bit of Bachelorette. Mm.
0: (laughs) Oh, God, that's not good news to store. No, no, no get well, no. Lauren. Yeah, from both of us, I mean that sincerely. I've uh, broke my ankle many years ago and it was horrible being laid up. So hopefully, there's plenty of reality stuff for it to get a teeth into, Dave. And she uh, might be able to give us some suggestions for what we do next, Mr Horrocks. Well, it's going to be coming to that time, isn't it? You know, coming to the end yeah. of the season when
1: we, uh, when we breathe a sigh of relief and then go okay what are we do doing next <laughs> yeah
0: it's usually when I throw it in there don't tell you on the episode and you're like yeah. oh thanks bridge yeah.
1: <laughs> all right mate it's been brilliant so thanks very much and uh, again if we get our emails in we'll speak again on Saturday uh, if not I'll speak to you next week
0: take care everyone bye